Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Who he who? Yes, that is that is my feeling about go figure. Hi, another boring one. So sad. <laughs> I've mentioned this before. There are bad movies that are offensive, and you know they're bad. You know they're offensively bad. If something is offensively boring, I am so much angrier at it. Mm-hmm. If something is literally offensive and racist, then that's different. That's a different story. But if something's just kind of bad, like Kim Possible is bad but it's not necessarily boring right at least it holds your attention because it's bad is boring yeah and this is boring Uh sarah and i didn't talk for like the beginning (laughs) half hour of this movie because we were like there's nothing to talk about yeah there is nothing of interest happening busy doing your own thing what were you doing you were probably crocheting right i was just crocheting yeah (laughs) so i was paying attention to what was happening but ethan looks at me and he's like uh, what are you looking at on box lunch? I'm like, oh shoot, I should have just been looking at stuff on box lunch the whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, but Ethan that's came what back I did in oh, about what halfway was, through. What was, which one? I said Ethan came back about halfway through. Yeah, this movie. there was a movie that I literally was on box lunch like the whole time, but I can't remember which one. What was the other well, really think, boring one? I mean, there was Twitches too. I don't think it was Girl versus Monster because that was too long ago. I feel it might have been Twitches too. I think it was Twitches too. That's the My lowest rated feeling. one I've had since Girl vs. Monster. It might have been Girl vs. Monster, though. It might have been. And in, either way, it been. boring. My only boring, reason that boring. I think it might not have been Girl vs. Monster is because Girl vs. Monster was our first Halloween movie. We genuinely tried. Yeah, that's true. I could probably figure it out because I could go look at my box lunch receipt from when I actually ordered something. And I could see what day it was. I don't remember what I ordered that time around. Oh, that was our our mugs. Yeah. I feel like that was so long ago. Mind you, we started Halloween like two months ago, but still. That was a... Because I just got my stuff from there like two or... It was like two weeks ago, but I waited a long long. time for that stuff to come You got yours like two or three weeks after I did. Yeah. Well, my Lord of the Rings notebook came in like the day after I ordered because they sent them separately or they had one in the store so it was ready and it's like you have to pick this up within a week and then a week went by and my other thing wasn't there so I called I'm like can you like put that one on hold a little longer so I don't have to make two trips and they're like okay so then like two more weeks passed by and I still don't have the mug yet but then thankfully it came like the last day (laughs) so yeah I waited like three weeks to get my stuff at the store. How dare. Anyway, long story for <laughs> explaining how boring this yeah. movie is. Oh, God. Uh, let me bring up the big blurb. I'll bring up the small blurb. Hopefully it's not as bad as the last small blurb. Oh, God. Nothing can be as bad, bad as that, right? Overcoming blindness. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, Lord. Oh, like, would you really go up to someone who's blind and say, hey, how are you overcoming your blindness? No. Who thought of that? Have you overcome your blindness yet, son? <laughs> Good lord. Go figure. Go figure. 
What is the goddess? Oh of god, spring? the movie ended with a terrible like song that was basically like Go figure, go figure, go twitches, go figure, go twitches. Imagine if that's what it was. Uh, okay. So this movie's TVG. It's from 2005. It's an hour 28. And it's sports and coming of age. Sure. Yeah, sure. At least they didn't put comedy or drama. Because it really wasn't either of those. It was just... No. It was just... It was just... Sports and coming of age. Sports and coming of age. It was just teen sports. That's really all it was. Huh. Okay. 14-year-old Caitlin Kingsford has given everything to become a world champion figure skater. Luckily, she encounters a renowned Russian figure skating coach who offers to take her to the next level, but with a catch. Caitlin must join the girls' hockey team to obtain a scholarship to the school. Can the graceful Caitlin score points in the rough-and-tumble world of hockey? Sure. I was going to say, sure, I guess I guess it's fine. The small blurb a is, a girl must embrace hockey if she wants to become a champion ice skater. So, I like how it's ice skater, not like figure skater. Yeah. I'm an ice skater. So I only saw the small blurb prior to watching this movie, and I thought that it was going to be like a gross, like, girls men's hockey team. How could you hold her own? Yeah. No, it was, it was, a, it was an all-girls hockey team, so like there was... There was the kind of, like, sisterhood aspect of it, which was better. I wouldn't say it was good. It still didn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. The typical, she doesn't fit in until they get to know her, and then by the end, spoiler alert, everyone gets along. It's a DCOM, of course. So this movie starts out with voiceover from Caitlin talking about how she is a figure skater, and then she lends this girl a scrunchie. And she has to use a lucky rubber band, and her rubber band snaps, and then she does a routine, but she falls at one point, but she's still fine, and she still does really well. But the girl who got the scrunchie got first place, blah, blah, blah. but whatever. She is recruited by this Russian, famous Russian figure skating coach to go study with her at a boarding school, but her parents can't afford the boarding school, so she has to get a scholarship, and the Russian... Uh, private, I, whatever you, coach, there we go, uh, she convinces the coach of the girls' hockey team at this school to give Caitlin the scholarship, which is, like, super illegal, so then Caitlin has to go to the school, play hockey, and practice figure skating, but her brother, who's, like, two years younger than her, is so mad that he quits hockey, even though he loves hockey, and... (laughs) He starts building a robot yeah. for some reason. That's <laughs> There's some, so many that, things going on in this movie. <laughs> Just and no, random, I care about ran, random things. I care about absolutely none of them. So then the second act of the movie entirely is about Caitlin finding her place on this hockey team and the hockey girls coming to accept her. We've also learned that the hockey girls hate the figure skaters and they call them twirl girls. And so she has to hide the fact that she's a figure skater. By hiding all her stuff in the janitor's closet. I like the janitor. Janitor was nice. (laughs) Yeah, janitor was fine. Also, there was a really weird forced romance between her and the, like, assistant coach who was, like, a high school kid, too. It was really confusing and not well explained. I don't know if he was the manager. It was weird. Yeah. I guess we did have, like, student managers on our sports teams. 
Yeah, but he I'm, was like a coach. Yeah, like, that's he was true. He was like an official, them. like disciplining yeah, them. Was, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Um, and then so she's training as a figure skater, and then she the the hockey team suddenly starts getting really good, and they get to go to like state or whatever. And she because learns they, that state is they magically got better as soon as she joined, even though nothing, she wasn't good. They did that wasn't nothing changed. Either. Yeah, nothing. They literally said so like confusing. ever since you got here, everything just got better it's like, it didn't how? make any sense uh so then she learns okay so she learns that the state championships are the same day as her figure skating olympics qualifiers <laughs> somehow you skate one competition and you're in the olympics that's how it works uh, so dumb um <laughs> god uh so she decides that she's gonna go to the hockey state championship and just abandon her figure skating dreams for some reason um she even though we should clarify it's not like figure skating is something she was forced into and didn't really enjoy like she loved it it and she didn't like hockey at first but she learned to love that too but yeah she just abandoned the things she loves and has been working she made some friends and she was like yeah she made some friends and she was like i'm done with figure skating it's so lonely and it's like oh okay but also like if you're good enough to get to the Olympics... And you love it. And you want to go? Really? Yeah. This I get for, anyway. like, if you didn't like it, sure. Do hockey instead if that's what you really like. But I think having this be this an moral Olympics give up trial on your dreams. <laughs> was, so, was so strange. Anyway, so then... the So the, the two competitions overlap, but then her brother uses his robot to delay the figure skating competition and so she's able to do both but then when she gets to the the figure skating competition she's left her she's lost her figure skates and she has to use her hockey skates and they don't have the they're not the same they have like different qualities and so she has to start over but of course that's against the rules but then she's somehow able to and then she qualifies for the olympic team oh she's able to because the whole crowd starts cheering let her skate so they they obviously have to let her skate god yeah, and then and then the reason we know it's Olympics is because, or it's it, it seems like it's the Olympics, is because A, they're talking about the Olympics a bunch, and B, at the end of this competition, they go, ladies and gentlemen, your U.S. figure skating team, or whatever it is, it's like something like that, that's like very official and very Olympic sounding, is everyone and then Caitlin. So it's like, uh, uh. Let's start with Test of Time for this movie, because... I have a better idea, I think. It's not good. It's not good. It's very 2005. The outfits and the language, like the lingo, very 2005. Whatever. So Off the hook. <laughs> the outfits are awful. The outfits in this movie are worse yeah, there's than like going a, to the mat. There's a nostalgic like Y2K look, but then there's this where it's like the part of the 2000s that you don't want to remember. Like, oh, what? I dressed like that. I don't want to remember that, though. What are the other 2005 movies we've watched? Now you see it? 98, 99, 2001, 2, 3, 4. Yeah, two th- uh, now you see it. That one Which wasn't this... as bad. Or this, this one was this one this way one worse. They, they... Yeah, like, it really looks 2005, 99, 
2029. Pixel perfect. I believe. That one had some interesting style choices too. Pixel perfect is, is not as way more as... dated than this. Yeah. You think so? Yes. Because it had terrible effects and remember how Oh the effects, um, right. This one did Whatever really how have. she dressed, like how her like hot outfits were. That's true. And... But in that one it was mostly her that looked like really bad. Whereas this one no, it was a all... lot of people. Remember? So okay, fun thing about Pixel Perfect also, the girl who plays the drummer in that movie is also on the girls' hockey team in this movie. Yeah. Remember her outfits? They were terrible. She That's wore like true. skinny scarves and like the tank. That's tightness. true. There's a lot of stuff hats. in that movie that I forgot because I didn't want to remember. No, that movie <laughs> looks like it's from two thousand five. And Ruby Altman's Altman's hair and oh, oh that I have it a four, but that this is this is slightly above that because that one's effects are garbage. We so I have Pixel Perfect at a four. I have now you see it at a four seven five. I feel like I have to give this a five, solely because there aren't as egregious of effects as there are in those two movies. But like I said, it's pretty on par with now you see it besides that. So I don't feel bad giving it a five. I just, that's, I'm trying to be fair. Yeah. I found Pixel Perfect. Now I'm just trying to find. now. You, oh, here it is. Now you see it. Four or five. I have both of them at a four or five. Mm, maybe. I have Brink at a five, and that's that seems that seems about on par for me. So, oh my gosh, now I lost Pixel Perfect again. Ha! Found it. Now four point two five. Four point two five Pixel Perfect. Four point five. Now you see it. Hmm. I, I mean, think... you can also base it on other other movies. There's other ones that are yeah. I think I'm going to do a 4.5 the same as Now You See It. Because I think the, a lot of the style stuff is worse, but it, you're right, it didn't have the effects. So it kind of evens out. I think now about you see that it. one night, like the like K-N-I-G-H-T effect and Now You See It all the time and how bad that looked. It looked like crap claymation. It could have looked like good claymation, but no. Could have. Honestly, I don't remember that at all. Your memory is far so better bad. than mine. You are superior. Crap! I'm really not. I just remember the weirdest stuff. I don't remember <laughs> anything that's worthwhile. Like I remember things that it's like, why brain? Why? Why this? I think my Out brain has things... replaced anything night related with the Descendants thing. <laughs> oh, that was also bad. That was bad. That was real bad. I always bring that <laughs> suit of armor, uh, strong and true, make this metal, bust a move. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Something like that. I love Descendants, but <laughs> that come part on. Was, yeah, that was a, a bit oh. much. Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. I just, I love it whenever that song comes on, on the Disney music station. Just because I love laughing at it every time. There was one time they it's played so Nightfalls, bad. but they didn't get to that part. I'm like, come on, give it to me. <laughs> oh, it's so God. bad, but it's so funny. Uh, in any other movie, that would be an F scene. <laughs> I mean, it's an F scene for that movie, but it would like it would it would help make that movie an F movie. Yeah. Um. Okay. <sighs> yeah. There's. Really nothing else to talk about with the test of time in this movie. It just feels really dated. 
and it's got terrible dialogue. Yeah. So, yeah. I wrote it down be models worse, without but... mascara. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote. There was something that she did some sort of fundraiser that she walked like a block for and they were running raising money for models without mascara and I'm like, I completely <laughs> missed that. Yeah. I heard her. I remember her talking about the walk, but I completely missed. I'm that like, it was what, for ki- what kind of organization mascara? is Models Without Mascara? Got to get those models uh, their mascara. Lord, <laughs> there's a more. The moral in here is something along the lines of like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, your enemy is not really your enemy, or something like that. Yeah, something along those lines, or. Do what makes you happy or, like, follow your dreams. But it's so confusing because... It's not... Yeah. What makes her happy seems to be figure skating, but she's willing to give it up. I think she just genuinely likes having friends. Yeah. she's never had friends. I think she's like, wow, I have friends. So the morals give up your dreams to have friends. Yeah the yeah it's nothing is worth it unless you have a bunch of friends <laughs> uh the mom said don't compromise yourself to please others do what makes you a better woman hmm. this movie was surprisingly low like woman power yeah <laughs> say no to drugs I wrote that down when she thought her friend was taking steroids, but really she just had. That diabetes. was so weird. That was very yeah, strange. Friend, is I, I was friend, like, is this their subtle way to like do a anti drug thing in their movie? So one of the other figure skaters is in the bathroom, and she's and she drops a syringe, and Caitlin's like, "Oh my god, don't do steroids. You're better than this." And the girl walks out. She goes, "I'm diabetic." Yeah, and that was it. And I was like. Like, why, did, wow, we, why that did, is, did we put that in there? That was not a way to integrate someone having diabetes into this movie. Like, yeah. that just seems like it was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, it, that was a strange scene. Ah, among the blind, the one-eyed man is king. An incapable person can gain powerful, powerful position if others in the fray are even more incapable. Hmm. I like that. Let's see. I've got more. I'm still very, very low on the list. Appearances can be deceiving. Mm. Yeah, fall seven times, stand up eight, be resilient and try despite failures. That's a good one, actually. Yeah. Because she does literally fall multiple times in this movie. Literally. Yeah. She does fail. The hockey team doesn't win. She didn't win the first skating thing. I'm so glad the hockey team didn't win. Yeah, that was really nice. It would have been, it would have been really, really bizarre right. if they had won. Because it like if, barely even made sense that they got there. Right. Uh, Especially if she, yeah, she would have won the figure skating thing too and won the hockey game. But it was cute that they didn't win, and the the rest of the team came out like, "Oh, but we won because because we're friends." Yeah, 
Oh, it's uh, if you can't beat them, join them. That was one of the one I was trying to think of earlier about. I like that one. I mean, that's what we were just talking yeah. about. Like they, yeah, didn't win. She didn't beat anyone, but she had well, fun. Well, no, you can't. If you can't, if you can't beat it, if you can't beat them, join them is is different because that's if you can't beat your opponent, then work alongside them for mutual benefit. Right, but it's it's like along the right. It's on the right path <laughs> to what we're thinking. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think it's the overarching moral. I think that's like an, uh, that's I, I would say it's not even ex- necessarily an accidental true moral. It's just a strong moral that's in there. Mm-hmm. I still think the fall seven times stand up eight is. I like that one too. I'd be fine with that because that our... applies to the 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 team like each one individually as well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look anymore. I'm done. I I'm, I I'm glad I found that one. Yeah. So and and I think because they were making the allegory of look at her falling, she falls in the first thing, she falls in the final competition, she falls all the time when she's learning hockey, mm-hmm. but she still continues she, on. She, yeah, she figuratively falls. Because, she figured you know, it out. Stop. Figo no. figure. <laughs> uh, oh, there's also a character in this movie who's like the mean girl on her figure skating squad who's like, I'm number one. Does not matter. Mm-hmm. Seriously, totally unnecessary character in this movie. Yeah. What even Ugh. happens to her in the end? I don't even remember. Nothing. She Does just kind of scoffs. Yeah. She, they don't. I don't, they don't know, like, we don't see her routine. We don't hear her score. I don't, don't know if she's on the, the team. Yeah, no idea. No. Oh. Uh, this movie's moral was fine. Like, it's... It just wasn't as groundbreaking as I hoped. I, I mean, I didn't no. have high hopes for anything in this movie. <laughs> no, but it, it it didn't... I mean, it didn't, it didn't do a do it bad job. Badly. Like, it didn't... It just wasn't... It wasn't mind-blowing. Yeah, it was just kind of... It's kind of those... It's kind of feels like Cloud Nine with Nothing's Impossible. Like, sure. My only thing about nothing impo- Nothing's Impossible, though, is because that one was... They kept saying it, they kept saying it, they kept saying it. And then the thing that it, that almost killed a dude, she was able to do. And then they're like, yeah, kids, you know what? You can, you, you can still do you it. You can do this thing that almost <laughs> killed someone. Do it! So that one, like, I have I have problems with coming. Yeah, this one's better, so but I, it's like... Like that's still I how was I'm looking feeling. at upside it's down like magic. Upside down. So I was looking at upside down magic. So I was like, I think this is still on an I think this is like if I'm looking at five as being something's passing or failing if they're above or below five. Mm-hmm. I think this is about a, a you know, about just passing. Cause the moral I think having found one that really fits, I'm like, you know what? This is actually this is a pretty solid through line. I have upside down magic, which is the stupid moral of "be the most of the something you can be," which is a little literal quote from that movie. And then I have it a five five, and I'm like, I gotta give it higher than that because it's better than that because that barely even makes sense as a sentence. Yeah, I have cloud nine into the five seven five. Hmm. Yeah, so anything you give it above upside down magic is gonna be above that too. What do I have at a six two five? Why do I feel like I just did a six two five recently? Oh, let's see. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I have, I have double team into a six two five, which is teamwork makes. Yeah, yeah, six two five. I'm done. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Done. Six two five. Because double team does it well. Does their moral pretty well. Pretty well as as well. Oh my god, that's way too many times of saying well. Well, well, um, well, 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 well. But uh. Yeah, I think it's fine. I think it's 65. Like I said, I'm actually looking back 
having figured out the moral that they were going for, having seen that they literally had her fall multiple times and get back up and see the, the change in her as she, you know, falls down. And same thing with the team. When they lose, they're all just really excited that, you know, she was able to do a block or whatever. So, like, I, I think the moral is the most successful part of the, this movie, which is rare. Yeah. It's weird to have a movie that it's like, that's the best part of this movie. Because a lot of the movies where it's like, the personal grading is pretty good, then it's like, yeah, the moral is good or the test of time is good. But to have a movie that I'm not going to rank super high at all, have a pretty solid moral. Yeah, that's pretty big. I'm realizing that I... (laughs) This doesn't surprise me, but my moral for Double Teamed is so much lower than yours. I have it at a a (laughs) 5.5. I really did not like that movie. But I'm still gonna. No, you I'm hated gonna also stick with the six two five because that's what I was. That's what I was feeling before even looking at double well, team. Double sense. team doesn't. I, I'm just not gonna think about that one. You have up, up, and away at a six two five as well. Yeah, I did. I did see that. That's my only other six two five, and I'm fine with putting it at, at the same as this movie. Yeah. Or I'm fine with part putting of me this like, movie. No, at the same, I should up, do a six five. Like I was like, I should just go up. I have smart house that don't let the past control your future at a six five. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I gave going to the mat a 6-5, which I genuinely don't even remember if I liked the moral of that movie. But I'll save save that for the wrap-up. I'll save it a 6-2-5 for now. But most likely, I I have a feeling that I'm going to put this above the going to the mat moral. Like I said, I've been repeating myself multiple times in the past five seconds, but I... I liked this moral. I liked the execution of it. I think it was pretty good. It was pretty solid. That's it. That's all I liked about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) At least there was something. Hey, it had had a redeeming quality, so I'll give it that. Yeah. I will say I didn't like it as much. Like, I liked the moral that you came up with, but it just didn't, like, do it for me as much as it... I know it wasn't, like, so groundbreaking for you either, but I don't know. No, but it was was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. It was surprising, so I'll most likely give it a little bit of a higher score down the road. Was it as surprising as the swap, the end of that movie? No, <laughs> nothing will ever surprise us. As a movie, was a beautiful act three. It was well performed. It was well written. I just wish act one had not been such garbage. <laughs> right. Uh Okay. Did what? I give? Wait. Okay. Hold up. Did I give going to the mat a D plus? No, I gave it a C minus. I gave it and a D plus. Kim I think I changed Kim Possible to a to a D minus because or D plus because it should be. I'm okay. pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty feeling... sure I gave it a D plus though. I think I gave yeah. it the highest D plus. The highest of D pluses. I hate that I would probably still watch going to the mat before I watched this. I was so bored. But people were trying in this movie, but they weren't trying too hard. Like, this movie was, people were putting in an effort, but it wasn't like Dad Naft where everyone was trying way too hard, or Frenemies where everyone was trying way too hard. Yeah. This one, it was, like, at least at that, so I'm... I think I'm... I think I'd watch this one before going to the mat, so I'm going to give this a low C-. minus. I think I'm going to give this a D plus, so I think it's very funny that we're flopping. Yeah. Yeah. I will give it... What do I have at a 36? Let me see. Uh, would I watch this before Adventures in Babysitting? No. Would I watch this before Kim Possible? 
Yes. But those are only a point apart at 31 and 32. What else do I have at a D plus? Not a lot, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I just have Up, Up, and Away at a 33. Which I would watch Up, Up, and Away before I watch this. So I'll just give this a 32. Same as Avengers and Babysitting. I'm fine with that. They were both boring and annoying and... Yeah. I technically have Avengers and Babysitting with lower rankings overall. But the production quality of Avengers and Babysitting is way higher. Yeah. So I have Pixel Perfect C-42. I'm going to put this one below that, though. Adventures in Babysitting, I have a C minus 40. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's an X. I was reading I was reading all the morals just on the side because I like reading the ones that I haven't like goofy SpongeBob writing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for 13th year, I have puberty sucks with an X and I thought it said puberty sus. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, puberty is sus. <laughs> if it's very sus. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. <sighs> what? I'm gonna stick what with C this? C minus thirty six. Final answer for now. Who knows what will happen in the wrap up? But it's gonna stay a thirty six for now. Sorry, I just got I just got an email about. Oh no! I just I just literally one more got shipped. Ah. Yeah, Yay! Your, your last book's coming. I <laughs> know uh, it's actually my second to last book because one of them isn't getting released until later. So uh, there were these books that I... I'll just talk about this, I guess, because why not? I don't want to talk about Go Figure anymore. Um, there, was, there was a set of... Uh, a series of books that I... Oh my god, computer, go back to the screen that I want to look at. There was a series of books that I really liked in high school that I took to college with me had all of college, would reread a couple times, you know, every couple of years. Or would reread every couple of years. I wouldn't read it multiple times. But yeah. I had the full set. And in a move, in my move from, from my college house back home in, in, you know, near Madison, I lost a box. You did? And I in that, that box, yeah, in that box was a bunch of movies that I had purchased and books and, and your set was in the box. My set was gone. Oh. And it was actually my sister's set. And it's the Soppy Firsts uh, series by Megan McCafferty. But, silver lining, they released a new uh, like a new set of it with new cover art. Uh-huh. And I liked the old cover art. It was fine. But it was very, like, early 2000s where it was, like, a girl sitting on a bed. But it was only, like, her legs. Right. And, oh, that's and it was, that's like, so 2000s. And yeah. So it's 2000. And now it's like that, you know, kind of like painterly digital art girl. Yeah. And it's fine. But I really, there's just something about those books that I just really like. Like I just, it, it they helped me get through high school, which is dumb because I'm nothing like Jessica Darling, the, the lead girl in that. But in it's the a good books. escape. It's just, you just escape into it a different really world. It's a really good escape. Fun. Yeah. It was just something about it where I was like, I. I'm doing okay. At least I don't have her life. But yeah. it's not, she was fine. Like, she's really smart. But, like, I I don't know. It was part of the reasons that, like, I never did drugs in high school. Because I was like, this sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does the new cover art look like? Um, it's, so it's, so it's, it's, it's kind of similar to a lot of a cover art that's out right now. Which is, you know, it's a, it's a girl. And it's like her, her like, bust up. And it's like, she's in, like, a, just a really simplistic 
like painted style. Uh-huh. She's got and she's got like and it shows her in like different styles on the different books because there's five of them. Well, that's cool. That's a um, a good excuse it's to nice. buy the series again because you lost. Yeah, that was I was gonna say you lost yours, I but you lost your sister's. <laughs> she's not. Like, I mean, I she let me take them. They were they were mine. I read them more than she did anyway. <laughs> but I yeah, I'm I'm excited to have them again because it's like I've I've wanted to have them for so long. And what's weird is that they're not available at like any library digitally. That's weird. Like they're available like. They're available physically, but, like, not digitally. And unfortunately, I've read... She has another series that I read the first book, and it was just too weird. And so I didn't... I haven't read it. And I haven't read the books, but I just... I'm... Those books were so important to me, and so I'm excited to read them again. But I also have a huge backlog of books now. (laughs) Because I have books that my friend let me... Books that I need to go through on my bookshelf that, like, I don't know if I even want to keep that I haven't read yet... Books that I have digitally from the library that have a much shorter window. Well, it's, it's a good thing it's you're really a fast reader. It really sucks that I read so fast. I was going to say, yeah. darn, it's it's going to take you so long to read them. Not <laughs> What sucks, though, is that, like, and it doesn't actually suck, but I don't like... That's not, it's not like I don't like. That's not the right wording. But I wish that I could just be in a book. Like I and that doesn't not like I want to like be walking around in a book, but you wish you could I be in it longer. I want to start like because you read three, so fast. No, 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 no. I wish I could start like three chapters in because starting a book, oh yeah, sucks. Yeah, in a lot of ways, true. it doesn't actually suck. I love starting books. However, I want to already know what the feeling of the book is. Already know you know how I'm going to feel settled in that book. I want to you know I I want to understand who the characters are because deciding i'm such a i'm such a mess but deciding what book to read sometimes i'm like i have a feeling i know what this feeling of this book would be but i also eh, do i want that right now eh. so it's just like it's just dumb i'm just dumb but i love reading i've been really enjoying having a friend here who's we've been able to kind of you know gush about books because i i read all the time as a kid and then when i was in middle school and high school I wrote all the time because I had to pay attention in class and that was the way that I would empty my brain Mm -hmm. to allow new information to go in because I have a really overactive overactive imagination and there were a couple teachers I had that there were a number of teachers that really understood it and didn't care there were a couple teachers I had that did not understand it and really negatively impacted me talked about that on here before so yeah yeah, but that's not the main not point great of this. teachers. <laughs> yeah. So reading for fun, I had a huge lull of it in high school. Also, I was required to read so much crap that I didn't want to read for school. And I don't like being forced to read things. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't read them. Like I'm just gonna flat out say that. Like if I'm forced to read something for school, I'm not gonna read right. it. Like that's if I'm assigned something, I'm not gonna do it. I love it when classes used to be like, okay, read like this amount of books and like we'll check off how many you've read, but they didn't give you a specific list. I remember in yeah. was it seventh or eighth grade? I think it was Mrs. Riley did that where you had like a set like yeah. number of books she wanted you to read, but you didn't well, have to read like, anything specific. The best teacher on so the freaking great. planet. She's the one that when I told her I'd read half of the books we were reading that year, she went, Okay. The books you haven't read, you are reading with us. That is required. I read all those books because she's the best teacher. Yeah. And she was like, the books that you have read already, you will do one project on those books because I want to make sure you have actually, you know, read the book. And I was like, sure, fine. And then she's like, but you are also going to be reading a different book of my choosing that I think will fit your level. And she gave me 
a day no pigs would die and the good earth as a 12 year old which are intense say, books. i don't, even, I don't another even know book those books but they sound uh, like intense books they're they're intense and a day no pigs don't die is is really short but it's a not it's not light <laughs> um but oh god she was the best i will talk about her forever because she I've never I've had I've had one other teacher in my entire scope of schooling who ever did anything like that. But I was only eight with her. And so it was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. But being in middle school and only having her for, you know, one hour of the day, Mrs. Riley, it was it was that was my escape. And I had like no friends in seventh grade. Like I had all my friends were real. All my friends were in my extracurriculars in Madison and the youth orchestra dance and Hebrew school. So, like, at school school, I was just kind of like, my teachers are my friends. I'm a loser. And it was really great. But I, I loved it. I, yeah, I loved seventh grade. I had only one teacher that I was, like, not super, I don't want to say super close with, but, like, not on a good basis with. Just because she didn't really, she wasn't one of those teachers who was there to teach. She was one of those teachers who was there to do something just else. Just to get like a paycheck. Coach. And, yeah. Which yeah. makes you wonder, like, why do people who don't want to teach become teachers like it's not like you're getting tons of money yeah no it's so weird but yeah no that woman is she was was so great like i just i have so much i I have such a warm space in my heart for her Mm -hmm. because she shaped my life shout out heavy duty shout out but Anyway, I love books. And in high school, because almost all of the books that I had to read were assigned to me, I kind of shoved books to the side and I was like, I don't want to deal with this. Like, I just, I need to read on my terms because I'm also, again, being assigned things to read. We were assigned to read, I've mentioned this before, but it drives me crazy. We were assigned to read The Giver. Yeah. My freshman year of high school. The Giver is a book for middle schoolers, mm-hmm. like early Why middle schoolers. I feel like and I, I had already to read, read that, that book I feel like I had to read five that times. We did. did we, we read it in middle school. And then in high school yes. again? That's what I thought. Yes. And I had read it. So, okay. I love Lois Lowry. So I'd already, I'd read that book for the first time when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. I remember reading it. it's one lot. of the most amazing books. It's so good. It's, don't watch the movie. Put that movie in a freaking disposal. Yeah. Like, that movie so sucks. bad. I, but that's that another book, one where I like, I watched half of it. I'm like, I I can't no, do this. It's it so loses bad. the whole message of that book. But that book is immaculate. Uh-huh. I have never... That was the first book that I remember sitting and reading and just my reality was gone. Yeah. Like, I was completely in that world. Like, oh, I love that book. That is a book. That and The Western Game are both books that I can pick up when I'm feeling sad. And I know they're, like, you know, middle school books. But they're so tight. They're such well-written thinky books what was the love them sequel to the giver that came out there's three and i've never read any of them because i don't i just i feel like i read the second one i read at least the one after that and i was like uh it's just it doesn't do it for me like the first one i didn't want any sequel i didn't want a sequel the giver having the the unknown at the end of that book is so much more important than knowing anything that happens to jonah like it's 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 just I digress. Anyway, did they come out like, like when reading. we were in? Did they come out when we were in high school? The Giver or the, no, sequels. Like the sequels? The sequels. The sequels came out like ten did. or something years after the book. Like Let's the first, the second, 
Yeah, you can look it up. But the, the the first sequel came out really late after the book. And then the last sequel came out. That's what I'm... Th- okay, I feel so like yeah. like 17. The Giver is 93. Gathering Blue came out in 2000. Messenger yeah. was 2004. And then there's one called Sun that came out in 2012. Yeah, I've read Gathering Blue. Yeah, and I was I think so I read Messenger, too. I think I might have started Messenger, but I just really... I just... I just want to keep The Giver... Yeah, in I a little glass box, and and never let it, never let it come to harm. Yeah, never let it become it a movie perfect. or have sequels. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, it's never gonna get sequels as a movie because that movie was. Oh no, I meant like books. Like just keep keep the one book. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, that book is oh, so amazing, so cool. That book and the Westing game are part of the reason that I am interested or was able to understand and comprehend politics from, like, a somewhat young age of, like, you know, 12. My gosh, but, I didn't understand politics for a very long time. Like, this book didn't even help me understand politics. <laughs> Both, mostly because our government. I was no, just going to say, government. our teachers in high school, awful with government. Yeah. Well, mine. Yours was well, good. Not, yeah. Mine was not good because he was mostly focused on coaching football. No, I didn't learn government from these books. Not at all. I learned politics and how people work in, you know, communities and how to get to what they want. And it's like economics in a different way than, you know, monetary economics, socioeconomics. And I just, it's fascinating. And I, okay, so I went to the bookstore that's near me and I got an anniversary edition of the Westing game because my Westing game copy is my original Westing game copy and it's ugly because it's you know an early 2000 it looks it looks like a middle school's middle schoolers book and i like having it on my shelf because i love that book but i would love to be able to put that one away keep it safe because it's my original copy you know give it to someone important later on and have a beautiful new copy for my bookshelf <laughs> and it's gorgeous it's this really sleek black black book with a it's just a paperback but it has just this gorgeous you know kind of pencil drawing of of uh the Westinghouse. Mm. And I just I just love it. But um also Turtle resonates with me. If anyone's ever read the Westing game, like Turtle is me, hands down. Um anyway, uh I was at the bookstore buying the Westing game and the girl, the cashier, she was like, Oh my god, this is like the book that got me into reading. I was like, This is the book that got me into reading. Oh. Not really, but it was like one it's like it's one like of them. One of the books that really like helped propel me into being the book kid. Yeah. And she was like, oh, my God, have you ever read The Giver? And I was like, The Giver yeah. is also a book that got me. She's like, oh, my God. I was like, I, you're awesome. You're like my best friend now. Uh, but yeah, I'll have to I check just, that one uh, out. I, haven't, I don't think I've read that one. It's so fun. I love that book. I could I could go on about that. But anyway, back to my whole, my, 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 the, the, the point that started this all is I had a huge gap from, like, 15 to, like, 20 that's not, I mean, it's only five years, but five years, but when you're that age, it's huge. Where I just didn't read. And then I started reading like free books because I didn't want to pay for books and I didn't have a library card because I was dumb. And then I got a library card, but I was moving, so it was all kind of messy. And I just kind of lost, I lost the escapism that I got from books for a while because I also, becoming an adult, I had to read Adele books so that everybody was like, oh, you have to oh read this British person. Read what makes share. you happy. If it's a young adult, yeah, then yeah. read a young adult. That's what a bunch <sighs> of my crap on my on my shelf is. When I was living in Chicago, I went through buying, like, with these whole making lists of books and, and, you know, wanting to buy these books. And I bought some of them and 
a lot of it is because people said, you know, these books will change your life. And I'm like, I just, if a book has beautiful prose, good for that book. Mm -hmm. Good for that book. I want something I can escape into. That means I want something that I can, that is approachable to me. That is, uh, the words are understandable. The words are something that I can think that I'm thinking in my head, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I can't do heady, heavy books unless I'm really in a place where I want to sit down and read Murakami or a freaking, what's his name? I can't remember his name. There's like a big, all the light that we cannot see, that guy, whatever his name is. Uh, like, the, like those kinds of books. Like, I just, I just, I just can't. And yeah. so I've been reading a bunch of rom-coms lately because they're wonderful escapes. So some easy of them to get into. Pure trash, but that's okay. So, yeah. Well, not even pure trash. Like some of them, some of them are pure trash in the best way, and then some of them are pure trash where it's like, come on, this isn't even. Uh, he. uh and there's some tropes that I just there's some tropes I love. Like, don't get me wrong, but there's some tropes, and I just want them to go away. Like what? But I just. Tell us. Surprise pregnancy. Because they're almost always super telegraphed. And yeah. it's supposed to be a shock. And then there's also... I'm not a huge fan of, like, enemies to lovers. Like, I just, like, why are you... <laughs> First of all, you don't like each other. Well, that's what just, happened. Like, that's like what happened in Go Figure. Well, they weren't enemies, but... <sighs> yeah. But I love... I love friends to lovers. I love second chances. Like, I read a really great book. It's her first book, and I think it's fantastic. It's called Talk Bookish to Me. Um, I've read a bunch of books that I could recommend on this podcast that no one's going to care about, but it's fine. But that one, it was lovely because it was all about, a, like, it just, as someone who's been through a couple really terrible breakups, like, having this closure that these characters get is just, and they're able to, like, actually approach each other about the questions that they had and feelings that they were feeling and these things that didn't get communicated. And I was like, this is really great. Yeah. Good for the them. closure that you wanted. <laughs> Yeah, you get to live with someone else anymore, but yeah, it's like I don't need this closure anymore. Like it's been a long time, and I'm fine now. But it was just like thinking about it through my own lens, mm-hmm. more like. But there's also, I mean, there's been a couple other books like the Kiss Question series is amazing. The Love Hypothesis is adorable, and I've talked about this. Uh, it's just like. I have, I'm trying this new thing because I, I love collecting things. I love having little collections. And so my bookshelf has been kind of a collection of my, oh, look, I have these very well known books. Yes, you're going to need a library me. someday for all your someday. books. Someday, oh yes. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to we- needle through the books that I bought that I really don't need to have anymore. And I've gotten, some of them I'm like, why did I buy this? I digress. Most of them I got on like used bookstores or supporting local bookstores, so I'm not mad. But... I'm trying. My new thing is I read a book from the library or I read a book that someone has lent me, like my friend Brandy. And if I love it, like if it's one of those ones that just like sits with me and I think about it, like I definitely need to read this again at some point in my life, then, then buy I buy it. it. That's smart. So I've bought the books that I mentioned. I also I'm I'm going to be buying. Uh, there's a really cute rom-com that's about uh people who work at a renaissance fair oh my god I, I need it's that. called well met and it's a part of a series and i haven't read the other two because i'm i have them on hold but they're so much long waits but it was really cute that sounds really, really cute i might it was have like to read that super, one it was really cute it was really cute and it's like <laughs> so cute <laughs> these are really and like these are i don't want to say they're mindless because they've definitely got they've got meat to them but it's like Oh, all the Emily Henry books, uh, People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read. Those are amazing. 
She's fabulous. She's such a good writer. And it's like those are those are really well written books. Like they're like their prose is good. It's not like the good just like of the guest list or whatever, but it's like they're not just kind of someone type ticky tapping on a on a typewriter. Like they're there's something that like she put real thought into like how how the people sound and and the environments and you really can imagine where they are. And it's just like I just love books. Yeah. And it's nice to I love listening nice to you ramble about books. books. I'm like, I don't love I mean, I like to read, but I'm definitely not as into it as you are. Like it we've talked before, like it takes me a long time to get through a book, so I just don't read as often as I'd I like just, to. I can read so fast. And it, I'm so grateful that I can read fast because I and it's partially the reason I like reading is because because I can read fast, because I like doing things quickly yeah i like i like not wasting time and sometimes when i'm doing things that's why i don't like cleaning and i know that sounds stupid i'm not i love cleaning (laughs) when i'm cleaning i feel like it's a waste of time same thing with cooking i'm like this is such a waste of time i should be able to do this quicker i should be able to be more efficient but i'm not and i was talking to my therapist about it and he was like well i mean it's the same thing as a lot of like your instruments and crocheting and like you you just need practice with it i'm like yeah but my thing is my head i can't get out of my head when i'm cleaning i i it's so interesting because like that's how i get out of my head is when i'm cleaning like if i just have music on, that's when i'm in my head i'm in a groove if i turn music on have a drink is i love nope that's so weird like and cooking same like i just put on a podcast i cook oh Nope, I lose. I get totally in my head. I, I get in my head when I read. Music. Like I like there are books that it's easy to escape, but there's a lot of times so that I'll just start reading and then I like start thinking of stuff. I'm like, oh, now I have to. Re-. That's, that's why it takes I know me I so need, long. I, that's that's usually when I abandon a book. I don't abandon books lo- a lot. I give them at least three chapters, but I have abandoned one in the last two months because I was like, I can't even focus on this book. Yeah, it's, I think not enough to it. I think that's my issue is that like I make myself finish books and I have a big I need to work yeah, on don't. being okay with not finishing a book because then I no. that takes me even longer. No, don't finish a book. Like I always say give something a fighting chance. Like don't don't read like a page and then go eh, this is it for me. <laughs> this is awful. But if you give it, it's the same thing with like TV shows. Give it at least two episodes. You have to give it the pilot because that's a completely different Pilots are filmed earlier. Mm-hmm. Pilots are, you know, pilots. They're trying to get the on the air. Yeah. yeah. At least give it two episodes. I actually say you should at least give it three because it, you should at least see two of what the show is actually going to be. But that's my feeling. That's my personal feeling. But it's the same thing. So that's why I say three chapters in a book. But I mean, I don't waste your time on a book that's not for you. That's my feeling. But I just, I, oh, I wish I could do that with cleaning so badly. I wish... I wish that I could just zen and just disassociate and clean, but I get really in my head about cleaning because of past trauma with cleaning hmm. um, that I won't go into on I this I was going to say, you'll have to, to fill me in on that off podcast. I've talked to my therapist about it. Apparently, <laughs> whenever good. I talk about my past trauma, I need to have a mid-Atlantic accent, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah so it's just i just never and with cleaning i mean the basic just is i never feel like i'm doing it right or well enough so i just sink into myself and feel bad yeah so it's it's triggering cleaning is triggering and i hate it and i don't i really really wish it wasn't (laughs) really deeply deeply wish that i was the cleanest person on the planet deeply so so deeply i also like i will clean i've cleaned our bathroom floor and the next 
morning. Like, like I clean it. It's done 6 p.m. The next morning, it is covered in schmutz. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I, ju- I, I can't just do this it. every day. That took me like 45 minutes. I need that time for myself. <laughs> I don't know how to decade. That's just, oh my gosh. I've had to learn I to be love. so patient with Treble, my cat, because as soon as I yeah. clean, he goes and makes a big mess on the litter box or he'll make messes on the carpet. I'm like, I just cleaned. And it's taken so much patience for me to be like, okay, it's okay. He's a cat. He's 15. He's gonna make messes. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I just, this bathroom, I feel like my other bathrooms have not gotten this dirty this quickly. Part of it is that this is a white tile bathroom, Mm -hmm. so it's just gonna get dirty. But it's, I'm trying. (laughs) I'm trying. Uh, anyway, that's enough talking about my mental problems. Uh, my decommission for this week is for everyone to, uh, well, you know, maybe not read a book, but, uh, find, find a book that you might be interested in sharing. Oh, no. Uh, if you have a favorite book from your childhood, reread it. Oh, that's mine. there we go. I like that. And that's not like, you don't have to do it this week, but like, eventually. Pick the book. When do you have time? I like that yeah. one. And maybe if you haven't read the giver give it a shot because we give both kira and i both read it we game. both like it the westing game is is the giver is really heavy the westing game is not and it's also very it's like full of puzzles and stuff and it's really fun yeah i'll have to add that to my so, list for when i so when ready. i eventually <laughs> oh, read more you so know much. i feel you like know, i have this mental list of things you, like, five right <laughs> although uh, i have like one friend that reads so yeah i, I just i wish i read more Maybe that's my yeah. mission, is to find books I really love and get into it again. I'm just... I'm you have to rut. find, the, like, the, yeah. the issue is I... You have to find the actual, like, really niche, like, genres that you like, because there's, like, giant genre genres where it's, like, you know, there's... Fantasy, fiction, but there's so much and fantasy, fantasy out and there. sci-fi, but it's, like, I'm super picky about which fantasies I like. I don't really like science fiction. Like, I, I just know what I like and what I don't like. There's not, and it's not like I don't like all science fiction. Like, there are bits and pieces of science fiction that I do really like. But I just, I, with the practice of reading, I've just known what paths to go down. Yeah. I think maybe I've my issue lately is I've been reading a lot of nonfiction, like memoirs and, and like things to draining. try to like better myself. I'm like, okay, like that's great, but I need to take a break and like read things that help me escape instead of think about the world and yeah. how bad it is my favorite thing so actually when it comes to nonfiction, i actually really love autobiographies but my favorite thing actually with autobiographies is audiobooks written by the author so my suggestion if you're going to be reading biographies or autobiographies is, is to listen, listen to, to the audiobook i should which is the only one that i will do because i really like the idea that the person is just telling me this information as opposed to why I don't normally like audiobooks, which is because I can read three to four times faster than the audiobook. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be but. nice? <laughs> I'm impatient. I have terrible patience. The more you know. Uh, next week is Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Ethan will be on because he's uh-huh, specifically guessed. requested. Yes. I was wondering if we'd that, get to that one, and here we are. Yeah, and then after that, we've got Rad Dad or Bad Dad 2. <laughs> I got a I'm so um, excited. Gosh, I told myself I was going to make notes of all these rad dads and bad dads, and I did find a couple. Like, but I really uh, like just going in blind. Though, that's true, but like, you remember so much better. So it's usually you saying something, and I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. That is what happened." I should be a politician. 
twist people's really memories. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll never. Re- I'm just joking, everyone. I won't. I won't do it. I promise. Uh, oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, when does this come out? Election day is on the tenth, the second of November. But this comes out after that. So I hope you voted. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I have an election. What? I don't think I have an election. I can't hear you. I don't think I have anything on your ballot. I think. Yeah. Not even like local stuff. Mm-mm. Oh. We haven't gotten anything. Every every ballot that we get is mail-in right now. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess if you don't have anything on your ballot, then you don't vote. <laughs> I mean, I'll check, but we haven't gotten anything. So, and normally for elections like this, we get it at least two weeks in advance. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm an idiot, but, well, we had a big one, you know, with the recall a couple months ago. Right, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think they... Yeah, no. We... Nah, we're good. Okay. We're already set <laughs> She's now. set. We're, She's good. <laughs> I'm good. That's all I needed to vote on. I mean, I'll double check now. Now I feel bad. <laughs> Talking about how I was so interested in politics from a young age and not... Like She's I said, only not government. She's running. Different than government. <laughs> Different than government. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Talk to you next now week. Now we all know that I'm a fraud. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.